Yeah. It's Friday night. It's nine o'clock. It's time for what's on Joe mind. As you can see, Joe Colton is on assignment again this week. Uh, but in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Phil, fill in the chair. Uh, ably is our, our good friend, Brian lower Huda Cobra commander, seven, eight, eight wave high to the people, Brian. Hey, I can, I can never fill Joe's chair. She's she's much too tall. Her chair would be much too tall. So well, I'm, I'm just here. I, I'm filling the space, um, but in a much shorter chair. She's like two thousand miles away, so it would really be yeah. difficult. Yeah, it's the shoes that are hard to fill. Have you That's, seen the yeah. toes on that? She's girl. having my yeah, ties. <laughs> she's having my ties with Rick and TC. Yeah, right. Gotta love it when work sends you to Hawaii. Well, the rest of us are here. Uh, so we'll be right back with you after you listen to our kick-ass theme song. one at all yeah welcome to what's on joe mind we are a fan cast about the world of gi joe if i could say that any faster i think it would break break the sound barrier on it to just be sound like an explosion i'm your host mike irizari and uh how's everybody oh yeah i'm good right. awake well that, that's that frankly that's that's a positive that's an improvement that's better than we were like 90 minutes ago but um Everybody in chat is saying hello to one another. I don't know what's up with that. You were, we were, we had this thing up for like twenty hours. Come on, folks, where were you? You got to show up early. Even Brian was here early. I'm, I'm always here early. Look, I, you know, I run a show. I know you got to do the the mic checks. One two, one two. You know all that, <laughs> all that. I know how it goes. You know how scientific we are here. Yeah. This is your fourth or fifth time sitting in with us so you know it, it's a it's an exacting process exhausting some might say I, I even got to be the the like the reporter on the scene i got to be the the foreign correspondent at, right. uh, you, are, you are our yeah. live look in our senior joe fest correspondent that's right that's right yeah i'm still waiting for that check i'm it's, sure it's on the way coming. it's there it's coming. Yeah. It's, it's coming it's on its way i promise we, uh, it got stuck in the typewriter, so it's... <laughs> yeah, we forgot. We did it by PayPal, and we forgot to make it friends and family. So oh, it actually yeah. came out, okay. it came so out gotta... to nil once they uh, took their... Oh, yeah, not, now yeah. that we're minutes into the show... It's all fees, yeah. Joe Mind doing this. Well, it's too late now, Joe Fan 84 It's too late now. <laughs> Next week. Try again. You, you know, you were talking about the show, the subscriber total after the show... And yet here you are, bitter with the audience. I wonder how. Look, I wonder if there's a correlation. There can't be because I've been doing this for 12 years. I've been doing exactly this. Uh, I have a feud with the entire nation of Canada, and yet one of our regular co-hosts is a Canadian. You've a feud with her too, right? Yeah. Right. Anyways, joining me here in the top row, he's the former head of marketing for the GI Joe brand at Hasbro. It's the Hot Show, Mark Weber. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. I happen to be here. 
glad you guys are keeping me all python patrolled since i'm allergic to the target store so i appreciate the Arizaris. since there's one next door to them just about just about keeping me uh nice and hooked up and has repulse uh helping out a little bit today too so feeling uh feeling like the cupboards are stocked yeah there's actually it's it is within arm's reach the box of stuff that we're sending your way Outstanding. I just, I just didn't get a chance to get to the post office today. I'm good for it. You know where to find me if I'm not. Hey, Webb, <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you doing on the porch? Nothing. Right? <laughs> Can I use the swear jar? <laughs> if I start cursing a lot, that's to raise money for my uh, <laughs> for the Target collectibles I semantically cannot pay for directly. I do have to hit a target sometime soon, just because I I think the uh, the Batman sixty six Egghead figure is coming soon. Oh, yeah, you gotta get good. you gotta get Vincent Price. You can't turn down Vincent Price. That's that's yeah. Any Egghead merchandise has to be has to be. I hope it. the next one's King Tut. Well, I mean, it, it, as goes Vincent Price, so goes Victor Bono. So oh yeah, King Tut was born in Arizona. Was he now? Yeah, moved to Babylonia. <laughs> <laughs> Sun Devil, man. Woo. <laughs> He's in the bottom row. He is the former host of our former show, Rack Time. Uh, current project status unknown. Yeah. Rack Time, Rob. Hi, everybody. We're just going to let Slepsky do it. He's on the show enough. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it with Slepsky. We can both do it. There you go. Did, did you quit on comics, Rob? Like cold turkey? Like I, just... I have not, but I mean, I have been buying them and then like they're piling up because I can't read them fast enough. Like, I'll, I'll, like at night, I'll like start reading them. And like, that's what Daryl. That's what Daryl used to do, man. Daryl the priest would would never stop collecting, right? But he would be like, "Yeah, I'm two years behind." I like, mean, I could be fun. buying stuff that's utter crap, you know, that I would have given up on a while yeah. ago. But I'm so he, behind on some stuff. It's like, gee, I have a feeling I've just flushed a lot of money down the toilet. Daryl bought his books every week and got the the Hasbro ones handed to him free, which is nice, but. Yeah. He he was honestly he would say I'm two years behind on all my comics. I have them all. I just yeah. I don't have any time to read them. So. I am caught up on all the Joe though. Oh, there you go. But not the Batman. No, I'm I'm actually kind of way behind on Batman. Or all the Spider Man. It's fifty six books a month for Batman, so I, you can't possibly. Two of them are good. Yeah. <laughs> also in the bottom row, he is our special guest of honor this evening. Uh, filling in for Joe Colton, live from his own uh, YouTube channel, highly successful uh, YouTube channel. It's Hooded Cobra Commander 788 himself. Mr. Brian Lower is with us. Hi! Hello there. Hello there. I love Canada. I have no no feud with Canada. Um, oh, so uh, to all yeah, Canadian but, people, uh, but you, nothing but love. I, I enjoy your maple syrup and your poutine or whatever other you know, Canadian crap you guys do. I don't know. <laughs> You've had choice words for Portugal in the past, though, so don't act Those all sons of guns. <laughs> With their funny clam chowder. <laughs> or, or what was it? It, it was uh, af after the UK and Canada, our, our number one uh, foreign Spotify listenership was in Poland. Yes. Poland. Yes, Poland. Yes, I, I hope. I hope your presence does not enrage the Polish. Oh, I'll try not to. I don't know. I, I sometimes I unintentionally enrage the Polish because we're angling for free pierogies. That's right. That's right. 
I mean, there's something about a little potato dumpling. Just gets my heart a fluttering. We're, we're nine minutes in, and we're already we've already <laughs> hit maple syrup, uh, pierogies, and and potentially and, and potentially antagonize two complete nations. That's, that's yeah, start, let's see. Man. Let's just keep this going. Uh, who, who's got Ireland? Who wants to take on no. Ireland? No, I don't think any of us can take on Ireland. Oh, no, no. There's, there's some things that are just straight folly. We inv- <laughs> we invade Ireland. I'm hopping the fence, enjoying all my redheaded brothers. Yeah, Your pale that's, redheaded brethren. Joe Fat eighty four says my mom is from Canada. She moved to Montana. That's where my dad met her when she was in the Air Force. When he was in the Air Force. So there you go. So uh, by by law, I am feuding with Joe Fan eighty four. I didn't. Yeah. Even... <laughs> There's a big Air Force base in Montana. What else are they gonna put there? To right. just to get across the state or what? Yeah. Oh. Man, I didn't know. I think now you know. The more you know. I got a friend in Bozeman. I'll, I'll have I'll have him uh, fill us in. You can only you can only uh, whitewater raft so far. Crust. <laughs> Isn't it true that Montana has no speed limit in like certain places? They're just like, eh, the road's straight, don't hit a moose. Look, from what I've heard of a lot of Montana, I'd want to get out of there as fast as I could too. All right. Well, you know, before the show, we were taking shots at Cleveland. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's just, you know, I, I, I'm detecting a theme uh, for the show tonight. We just hate everybody that isn't us, I guess. I don't yeah. know. We're bitter old men at the end of a work week. We don't know. What to do. <laughs> Hey man, I didn't mean to declare war on Cleveland Indian fans this week, but <laughs> right. that's, a bunch. that's a that's a story for the uh, eternal baseball portion of the show coming up Sunday night. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, you know, looking at it, uh, Matt, we get the Matt Rubin seal of approval for picking on Cleveland, so it's okay. Right, yeah. he's well, he's from Pittsburgh, so yeah. there, that right there, you know, he's he's got that Northwest Pennsylvania vibe going. He doesn't he doesn't want he 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 offers Cleveland no quarter. He's from God's country. <laughs> Steal it, man. Something like that. So, I tell you, this week, it, it's been a busy one, personally. Not so much in the world of G.I. Joe. We actually did have some news. Um, and we actually had some some correspondence uh, come in from, from you guys, the fans, including, get this, a new remix for the community calendar intro. Ooh. So not right. Not 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 only do we have one community calendar song, we've got we've got a second one that will also leave your head scratching. Nice. And so from uh, this is from uh, let me let me get his let me make sure I got his name right. This is from Dave Ackles sent us this this he did the video work on it too. So this is all him. I had nothing to do with this. This is just straight from from the file he sent. To you, the viewer, with our hearts. Get ready. It's time for community calendar. Uh, Absorb it. I will write you a new theme. Anything to stop that one. Well, wow. <laughs> wow. I love it so much. <laughs> I like how understated it is. Yeah. Right? It... <laughs> I got to say my favorite part is the, is the Twilight Zone falling body. That's pretty sick. I feel like the next all of the all of the community events after that have to take place in a 
East Berlin nightclub. <laughs> it was angular and beautiful. Oh, man. Uh, disturbing lack of Weber, though, I got to say. Um, I realize I'm new to the show at all, but... <laughs> You know what? Uh, maybe that's not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you don't always want to be included, huh? <laughs> so, there we go. Tell, let us know. Let us know which community calendar theme you like more. In the do me a favor. Put up Tim Peterson's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Peterson asking the big question. Am maybe. I on edibles? You may maybe. be. You may be. I, I, it, it's possible we all are now. If, if, if you are, Jim, I can't even imagine how good that was. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it was you, the people. The people. <laughs> who said, maybe you might want to have a new theme for community calendar. <laughs> All right. See, the grass isn't always greener. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so uh, absolutely, we want to we, we want to hear we want to hear from you as far as which one you like best. So I'm going to play them both. I'm play them both again right now. Both. Both. There's a Comic-Con or a toy show, what's on your mind? Wants to know, tell Mike, Mark, and Joe, Unity Calendar. All right, so that's, that's the original. Uh, I, I would say that the original is is has more pertinent, pertinent information included. And now the, the new one from, from Mr. Ackles. One more time. Uh, Absorb it. I will write you a new theme. Anything to stop that one. Well, all right. I take it back. I was in there. Yeah. So I have to say. Look, I love them both, but I'm going to give my nod, my vote for the new one because it's got Rob in there. That's that you know what, and I, I can't be mad that I wasn't in it, and then go now nah, like the one that doesn't have Rob. So yeah, it's all right. I'm not going to be offended. Waving uh, <laughs> like a dip. <laughs> and uh, Russell with our first super chat of the evening. Thank you so much, sir. We appreciate it. Uh, remember, uh, all our proceeds collected tonight are going to the ASPCA, and uh, and we will match the first fifty dollars. So, uh, Sean has broken the ice on the super chat tonight. Uh, if you will, hang, if if you got questions for the for while we're doing news and community calendar, that's great. Um, uh, but to try try and keep them pertinent, we'll do the ask me anything after we get through past the news. So uh, we 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 want to get leave as much time as possible for that. Let's go ahead and and uh, quit screwing around and getting into get into. <laughs> All the news and oh, the community calendar. Next weekend, it's Super RetroCon, the 28th to 29th in Tampa, Florida, at the Florida State Fairgrounds. 
uh, they've got a uh, Facebook page set up. So just, just search for super retro con. You'll get all the, the, the details as far as tickets and, and guests. Uh, they will have toys and collectibles. They will have music and VHS. Uh, they will have contests and cosplay, a free play arcade, pinball alley, retro consoles, free parking. Bam. That's the 28th and the 29th. If you're in or around Tampa, Florida, you got go on. You got to get yourself to RetroCon. We will be taking attendance. Uh, so make sure you're there. You had me a free play arcade. I'm right. In. Yep. Right. I could do my I could do my one walk through, sweep, sweep the valley of beachhead figures, okay. and then and then play uh rampage the rest of the day. So or bubble bobble. Or or defender. <laughs> no wait. Not right. defender. I will <laughs> play that for I will play that for free. This game sucks. Bubble bobble. That was that was my uh my my dark horse favorite from the day. I like elevator action. You ever play that? Fine game. That was uh that was the Activision for the 2600, wasn't it? Uh, well, it was an arcade game first. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't think I'd ever seen that in the arcade. Spy game, pretty slick. All right. Is it is it as good as Burger Time? Burger Time's a pretty good game. I'll give you that one. <laughs> it's no Rampage or Gauntlet. Oh. Uh, Joe Fed 84s did you say it goes to ASPCA? Yes, that is okay. our charity this evening. And Colin supports it, the ASPCA, but not our show anymore. He had enough last week, so he's that's true, or two weeks ago. Yes, we. Uh, no, he was around last week too. I just didn't put him on camera. <laughs> we, we figured. Uh, we figured we started, we started doing cat videos, so we needed to to support the the uh, the the animal charities. I might get I might get Emma over here. We'll see. That's right. See, because they're they're nice to the puppies and the kitties, and they don't make you feel guilty for eating a dime bag of sea nugs. That's right. Judgment-free zone. And, of course, that brings us sliding into G.I. Joe Winterfest. Uh, that is the same weekend. Oh, just, just a one-day event, though, on the 28th. Um, uh, thank you, Joe Fan 84 We appreciate that. Um, but uh, all the details are at kygijoe.com. For what? G.I. Joe Winterfest at, in Shepherdsville, Kentucky, on the 28th of the month. That is a week from tomorrow, so next Saturday. What's that address again? That is kygijoe.com. It's going to be a pretty stiff show. <laughs> uh, but in, in all truthfulness, uh, I, I know these guys. They're, they're, they do put together a good show. It's going to be a deep room. Uh, if you're into 12-inch at all, <laughs> you know, KY is absolutely necessary if you're a 12-inch guy. So... All right, bye. And any truth to the rumors that Simon and Garfunkel will be playing their hit Slip Sliding Away. Right. Uh, attendance, uh, admission rather, $8 from 10 to 4 that day. Uh, early bird is at 9 and that is $15. And, uh, yeah, get yourself out if, if you're close to Shepherdsville, Kentucky. Uh, get yourself there. Uh, thank you to Marianne, who has no message for us. But a $5 super chat. We appreciate that, ma'am. Thank you, Marianne. Uh, Paints toy samples. That is the worst web you are. Yes, it is. Oh, it's, you are. it's my favorite, actually. It's it, it's it's so it's so bad. It's good. Um, it's almost as good as nuts.com. You can't forget it. It sticks in your mind. Right. Makes me want nuts.com is kind of like that. It, it, that that had to be the second 
second site ever registered, and those people had to be on it, right? Like, who's thinking of that? Hey, Beavis, let's make a website. <laughs> oh, nuts.com. But nuts.com actually sells nuts. It right. <laughs> right. You, can't, you can't escape the commercials, but but it's there. It's nuts.com. And um, I don't know if they've partnered up with KYGIJoe.com, but I imagine that would solve some problems if they did. Yeah. A lot less rubbing. Seems like the synergy is there. Mm. So, yes, G.I. Joe Winterfest on the 28th. (laughs) Thank you. Knock that crap off. Telling you. Uh, Same weekend, but on Sunday, it's Pasadena Comic Con. And uh, our, our pal Jamie Sullivan will be there. Uh, the guy who did the cover for G.I. Joe 300 and drew 8 million uh, G.I. Joe characters and got himself in the Guinness Book of World Records. But uh, he will have all kinds of fun stuff there. There will be all kinds of other fun stuff there as well. Always a big G.I. Joe presence at the show. Uh, so if you're out west, like uh, uh, you know Biff McConkeydonk and the mm-hmm. like, got to get yourself there. More details are available at PasadenaComicCon.com. Hey, Rob, what's the fastest way to get there? I think you go up into the 104 and take the number five. Right? <laughs> take it to Rodeo and go all the way up. No, we can <laughs> We'd like to thank Pasadena Comic Con for enabling my segue to my weekly California joke. There you go. I'm right there with you. You do, you do like that more than anyone should. Yeah. Maybe we need an intro for it. Or the weekly Californians reference. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. So get that transition of you know like America guitar music going through. Just... <laughs> it just start. It just starts with dead silence. And I think you should go home, Devin. Go home. <laughs> what if I'm just quiet? What if I'm just quiet? <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> That brings us to Toy Man, uh, of course, in St. Louis, Missouri. That is also a week from Sunday. First of eight shows on the calendar for 2023. Uh, this one's going 9 to 2. It is only $5 admission. Early Bird will get you in an hour early at $15, and uh, it's worth it if, if you're really there to spend money because, good Lord, uh, Toy Man is a two-story building that they just pack full of vendors. Uh, it is a fantastic show. If you're anywhere around St. Louis, get yourself to Toy Man. Uh, no excuse not to. They do it eight times. Come on. Brian, you ever made the 10-hour drive from Tulsa to go to Toyman? Uh, I haven't, but I I will. Um, it's highly recommended, and it sounds like my kind of thing. Um, I, I didn't know about it until I saw it on your show. So uh, I will. This is That's the kind of thing I would make an excursion for. See, well, I mean, get, get St. Louis has other stuff to do. So just plan, plan give yourself a, give yourself a full weekend. Yeah, 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 absolutely. St. Louis, yeah, it's like that's the the Paris of the the that's I don't know what it is. It's got a big arch. That's right. It's the it's um it's really it's the last stop of civilization for you folks out west. Yeah, it's the arch represents the flyover. That's <laughs> it's a visual representation of of the flyover. Please sell some emo's pizza. No, don't do that. Oh no, don't go there. Don't do that. Yeah, it was not. Emos is nasty. It was not. Like that. However, at nine o'clock, they should stop at Helen. 
Who, who's Helen? There was a there was a bar, and it was it was actually it was two doors down from the Toys R Us I used to go to when I lived in St. Louis. Um, but it was a it was a bar, and it was a it was this you know family friendly kind of place you know family restaurant type of place until nine o'clock hit, and then at which point nine o'clock would hit, and it would turn into like Milf Island, Cougar Town. Yeah, it was it was cougar. T- it was it was aggressive, it was unsettling. Okay, I, I was there once uh, doing doing roadie duty for uh, for a guy, a, a friend of mine in a band, and I mean, wow, just just yeah, wow. What's the what's the name of that that place again? Helen Fitzgerald's. Oh, okay. There you go. You're right. put that in your weekend. It's an Irish place. But I mean, yeah. seriously, bring bring a wingman because you 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 need somebody to watch your drink. Um, uh, and, and by the way, um, uh, Marianne, who, who sent the earlier um, uh, super chat, that's that's my girlfriend. So hi, uh, just kidding uh, about going to. Um, in fact, I don't even remember the name of the place. I did not look it up in my phone. Well, look, no you can check. bring Marianne, and she can be the one like spraying like the old timey DDT things that people yeah. just stay back. <laughs> Genius. Just go before 9 p.m. and it's a perfectly fine establishment. Right. Get yourself a fine basket of fish and chips at Helen. Friday night fish. Or any night. It's an Irish, it's an Irish pub. So anyways. Hi, Marianne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, dog, you didn't even know you were dating anybody. Well, well, now you know. Now you know. And, and no, uh, and now I now I know where to take her when we're in uh uh St. Louis. For the uh, Toy Man show, was that was that a big reveal? Has that been revealed on the net yet? I yeah, I think so. What I mean is, what's on Joe Mind exclusive? Right before it hits the Inquirer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it, uh, three, the Inquirer pod podcasting gossip news. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know one person will post it without giving us credit. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and another guy who will go this just in we have heard reports that oh <sighs> so toy man show you say <laughs> yeah. like a... where were we <laughs> off the rails eight times yeah. a year eight times a year oh good luck puppies and kitties Jeff Butler says Spearhead might enjoy a Cougar Town bar. I bet he would. Really frightening. Kind of frightening. And uh, we'll add another one to the list this week. It's Toy Ohio on September or f- September, February 11th uh, from 11 to 4. You can see our good friend Pixel Dan. He's uh, from his own popular YouTube channel. He wrote the book on He-Man, uh, My Life with Furry Shorts, I think is the title. Uh, no, no, it's it's kind of a kind of a it's more of a definitive guide type of deal. It's 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 kind of like Belomo's book, but for he men and he girls too. And and I don't know. I he believe girls? the Shira figures are in there. Are they? I don't know. Yeah. I'm they, just saying they're they're. I don't sure have they, a copy of it, right? Were, I'm sure there were female collectors of he man, maybe a few. Uh, we have Went something of the... a female audience week to week. Then we got a few fans here, so I don't know. Uh, 
Now, Pixel Band went to the the JoeCon that was in Springfield, um, mm -hmm. but and yes. and yet I didn't see him there. And I I would I would have got my picture taken. I think that would have been my ticket to the big time. I could have been a big time YouTuber if I, only I had been associated with Pixel Dan. Well, I mean, I I know Dan. I've hung out with Dan, and it hasn't worked for me. So, anyways, uh, HCC's relationship is now definitive. It yeah. is. It, it's yes, it's internet official now. Uh, the next step is to get our names tattooed on our butts. Ooh. Oh, that's not good. Well, there you go. Name tattoos are always not good. You say time. not good. Not oh okay. Not good. Well, I mean, I would have to cross out the other names. <laughs> the throwing some, some water on that fire. She collected he man, and then her taste improved because she went GI Joe. Man, I'm sorry, I can't. I just can't. <laughs> uh, did we know Pixel Dan is an indie wrestler as well? Yes, we do. Yeah, he's the spotlight, Spencer Powers. His finisher is the Pixelator. It's pretty good. But uh, he got his he got his start the same time that our our buddy Jason Duvall did out on the Indies. And uh, that I, like Pixel Dan, he's he's got some muscles on him. Like you can see him doing that. But uh, our, our good buddy Jason Duvall, I would pay money to see that. None of those, neither of those guys ever wrestled West, did they? I don't think so, no, because yeah. they're they're Midwestern guys. West West probably wasn't traveling out to Central Illinois. Yeah, he's an EWA Hall of Famer, Eastern Wrestling Alliance. <laughs> but uh, that you know that would be a a fun dream match: the wrist lock versus the the spotlight Spencer Tower Powers versus Pixel Dan Triple Threat. She's laughing at you, Brian. Yeah, that happens. That's actually that's the basis of our relationship. So that's all right. I've I've been in relationships built on less, and they're they're not happening now. So yeah, I always say find somebody you can laugh with. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, or, or be you know be humble enough to allow somebody to laugh at you, and then right. So long as they're not laughing at the stuff that hurts your feelings, then it's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. No, I just it's, I don't worry about that. Those feelings, I just kind of. Like push them way down, bottle them up real good. Like, and when they start to come out, I just keep shoving them, keep shoving them deeper down in there. I and I'm sure that uh, uh, everything is totally fine. Um, anybody hear a ticking sound? <laughs> any, any anybody taste pennies and smell toast? Hey man, I, I just gotta say, I, I think you're selling yourself short. You're a catch, my friend. Oh. They ain't they ain't making hood, hooded cobra commanders anymore. No, they're not. That is no. true. No, they're not. That is true. They have been cleared from the decks. That's, That's yeah. That's uh yeah, they they broke the mold That's figuratively. That is true. That and, and I get it, I understand. I, I know look, I'm I'm sorry, we we're talking about Pixel Dan and Toy Hio, but uh, but I do understand why they're not doing the hooded Cobra Commander. I get it. I understand. I, I may not like it, but I understand. I get it. It's all right. That's what we got for Community Calendar. Uh, Absorb it. I will write you a new theme. Anything to stop that one. Well,
you know, it's it's uh, the cries of of uh, of Joe in the background. Going, I, I think that's my favorite too. I think that's my favorite part. <laughs> the kind of <laughs> righteous indignation behind the wall. Because I, I can't help but think while it's happening. You know, she's not wrong. I can hardly wait till she says that. <laughs> I love it. So if you've got something for community calendar, we do have some more stuff on deck. Uh, we're just not going to get into, you know, plugging stuff for months on end. Um, so thank you if you've submitted stuff that hasn't made it onto community calendar yet. There there are some things out there that are that are waiting their turn. Uh, what's on Joe mind at gmail.com. That's where you can send every, all the information you've got on whatever event you want to plug. What's on Joe mind.com. And if you think you can do a better intro than that, that's also where you send it. Absolutely. Really everything goes to what's on Joe mind.com. Yeah. Want something for the, 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 uh, the mailbag, send it on, send it there. We don't get, we don't get a whole lot of mail call letters anymore. They used to be a staple. Right. Right. Then like then like you went and got a job and that was right. the end of that. Forget that. <laughs> how how dare you provide for your family? How how dare you, sir? Look, man, I stayed unemployed as long as possible. <laughs> they finally found me and hired me. We really had very, very few letters over the last year or so. So if you've got any questions that uh, require a little bit more of a deep dive, send them there too. And remember, it is uh, an Ask Us Anything night, so get your questions ready. Uh, we're about to get into the news. Uh, all proceeds go into the ASPCA. All right. So uh, first news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, this was all the talk this week, wasn't it? That's right. Some images leaked of the upcoming uh, Python Crimson Guardsman, Rob's favorite figure. Oh, my. And oh, we actually, uh, you can see there, it's number 66. Uh, it's designed very much like the the more recent entries into the classified line with the no windows. It's got the, the, the cover art, and then it's got the, the actual figure pictures on the back. And so uh, this, this means like he may be the next one up off the docket. Uh, you would think, yeah. I mean, it's it's got to be. This is this is clearly a piece of the production run here, or, or close to it. And um, we're pretty confident about this one. It's because of some some nice detective work uh, by one of our our comrades here on YouTube, uh, the artist Shark. Notice that uh, those those circled numbers there. That is F seven seven three two, and that matches the numbers that were leaked on that target invoice uh, last week. That everybody, you know, blew their minds over and started fighting one another about, and that is the listing uh, for uh, classified series THR, which is the the T is for target. My guess is um, Kerouac, and that is uh, that's him. So great job there, nice nice work, good eyes, uh, way to put the information together. So I mean, obviously we can't confirm this. We're not Hasbro. But we can we can put this right up in the next to confirmed category. You know, thing, things always are subject to change, but as of right now, eh, that's pretty good. Good you job, put, man. You can put it right up next to that time we didn't confirm the whole next year's worth of product. Right. Look, man. <laughs> Look, 
man. Look, look, look. We 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 take care of the those who try to take care of us. That's it. And and, and to be clear, we didn't break this. No, we no, not at all. Found out about it like everybody else. That's why we're giving credit out like like it was singles at uh, Fitzgerald's in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> you get some like Oprah. You get some credit. You get some. Credit. And um, uh, he's got no crimson, damn it. That is not true. It's actually in some trim on his sleeves. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> crimson on the inside. Right. He's crimson on the inside where it counts. Gross. But, um, and yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, uh, our good friends at Surveillance Board, where I saw the photos first. I know they got them from somewhere else and, 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 and so on and so forth uh, on down the line. It was, it came out of some Facebook group. Uh, so I, I don't know where these pictures originated. You can see Chaz the Guru on, on there. I think that's where, where Surveillance Port got his info, got his pictures from. And then, uh, yeah, Artist Shark broke the, got the numbers together. So good job to everybody involved doing some work this past week uh, as far as getting this uh, figured out and as close to verified as we can get. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I am a whole bunch. Is this the first time in the sealed packaging era that they've included an inset photo of the actual figure on the front? Um, I don't remember if Sarge had that. Yeah, Sarge uh, is, uh, well, I believe Sarge did. Okay. Yeah. Um, Tamakura. I don't know if he's Andy, maybe. Yeah, I don't have, I don't have any others right now. Handy, but like, I've got the the little. All I all I got handy are the ones we're sending off to you. Ooh, here they come! <laughs> Love it. Never been so happy for a terrible, uh, brutal chest cut, messed up off center one and four in my entire life. Just just wait till you see the 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 wear that they try to put on the numbers. Oh boy! Now I'm going to beat this drum because that's kind of my thing. Mm -hmm. But I love the artwork on the front of it. That's great, but it does nothing to sell the figure at all. No. And they knew, they had to know they were headed this way towards sealed packaging, you know, years ago. Right. So it only reinforces what I feel is a bad decision to have a rotating cast of different artistic styles trying to make up the... The photos, well, the photos, but the, the the killer artwork that's supposed to sell your line, right? It's even more disjointed on shelf now. Yeah, I mean, I've said before, like if if the art's good, then having more real estate for it is, I mean, that's good. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, the the inconsistent art style has always been a puzzle. Now it does let them use. Um, art styles that sort of fit the character they're trying to do and i i get that but uh yeah i mean there's everything's just kind of not just a little different but but it looks like it from totally two totally different toy lines yeah um i guess like having the window pane i mean you can see the toy obviously but um but for like like i um like a kamakura um doesn't look like it's from the same, the artwork doesn't look like it's from the same toy line as uh, as uh, Sergeant Slaughter. So yeah, um, but but I mean, can they course correct? Can they change that at this point, or are they committed to uh, to following this through? 
I mean, it's like it's one of my favorite lines from from the old TV show Lost when the door slammed down in the uh, in the hatch where they were hiding. There were scribblings all over it, and of course, people got a screenshot and tried to decipher it. And there was one I've never forgot that said, "It's a bad plan that can't be changed." And that just feels like like what we're dealing with here, right? Like, yeah, it's not optimal, but we can't change it. Why not? Right. You're you're only selling to diehard collectors right now. Anyway. Yeah. If you didn't scare them off by obscuring the figure entirely, then I think you could probably change the right. uh, I, I I will say that like it, at the very least, we get uh, Ron Rudat um, box art for uh, the his tank technician they're going to do. So I, I like that. I like the idea that they can bring in a guest artist, but they could do that with a consistent art style for the line and then just like bring in somebody special for a special occasion they could do that well, yeah. even, even if you just flipped it around to where you had the picture of the figure on the front and the 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 individual art on the back mm -hmm. not only would that give you more of a canvas for the art but you know it would give the front a more uniform look too i that, that just my that that's the easy fix right but what do i know mm -hmm. well and it would let the openers those those two that open their toys it would give them a chance to compare their possibly badly painted figure to what it should have looked like on the front of the package nice big shot action posed and yeah right so once again congratulations are you able to the picture of the the artwork are you able to make that bigger at all or no Okay, I, I, the one thing the one thing that I am noticing, this does seem to be different. Does this seem to be different? And it's hard for me to tell from the box art on the original Crimson Guard that we just got. The classified Crimson Guard. Yeah, I don't remember. I can take a look. Not quickly, but yeah. Because the one thing that would seem to be different is I know on the Python bat and the Python Viper, it seemed to be the same art, just you know, redecoed for the figure redeco. I think but this one different. it looks like we've got different art for the redeco, which would be unusual, at least from what we've seen so far. No, it's it might actually be the same. I think it is okay. the same art. It's okay. just it's just tiny on the cover of the original on the on the guard. previous package. I, yeah. I, that's what I was wondering, you know. Yeah. And I can't get a really good look at it right now. Yeah, I think yeah. it's the same. One of them is doing the Cyclops thing with the visor, which I mean, Cyclops is the best. So, you're right. Next news item. Do do. Hey, pre-orders are open now for Icon Heroes, Snake Eyes, and Storm Shadow bobbleheads. Uh, they are $35 a piece. They're available at iconheroes.com. I, I believe they're set up kind of like bookends, which is kind of cool, I guess, if you're into bobbleheads. Mark, wherever are you into bobbleheads? Uh, no, not at all. I mean, like, I respect, like, the old school 1950s baseball bobbleheads because they, they didn't have much back then, right? That was a revolutionary collectible. Uh, but no, I'm not into I'm not into bobbleheads at all. Though I think it is cool that they gave Snake Eyes his iconic two different sized swords, and appeared to give Storm Shadow two of the same size swords. But whatever. <laughs> Brian Lower, how you feel? Um, fine. Thank you for asking. How are you? 
Good, good. Um, uh, bobbleheads, um, 35 bucks each, huh? Uh, well, no, I guess, I guess I'll pass on that. Um, I mean, I like it, like it, those classic bobbleheads that, uh, that Mark mentioned, they're like, I don't know, they're cute little things. These are like, they're, they're almost semi-realistic figures, but with oversized giant heads. Right. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I apologize to um, iconic heroes, um, uh, I, but yeah, I, I just not not my thing, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess they couldn't make them too cartoony because then the the Funko Pop people would get upset. But yeah, and there's something about that aesthetic that I I just don't I don't like either. And it's you it's don't want to upset the Funko Pop people. The Funko Pop people will come after you. You got to watch out. Right, yeah, Legion. Couldn't you put the Mego heads on these bodies and it would they would actually look a lot better? Just saying. Uh, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, Storm Shadow's got Armadillo's arms, so there's a limit. To... <laughs> so we know Armadillo bobblehead is coming, is what you're saying. Yes! <laughs> That's what I would do. You put out Storm Shadow first. Because get what sales you can, because you know Armadillo's going to be. Yeah, there. you know, you know people are just clamoring for Armadillo for the forearms. Armadillo had such <laughs> a small molded helmet. Then I think they're just yeah. gonna they're just gonna repaint Storm Shadow's head and just be like, yeah, it's armadillo-ish. <laughs> it's COVID armadillo. If you're more interested in these than we are, head over to iconheroes.com. Uh, you'll see that they are available for pre-order. I believe expected delivery for these is third quarter of this year. Uh, so got a little ways to wait on those. Again, just $35 a piece if you're into this sort of ephemera uh, to decorate your shelves. It's not the worst Joe product we've seen in the last couple months, Nerf Blaster. <laughs> that's a pretty low bar, though. Oh, that's a really low bar. Pretty low bar. That bar's just lying on the ground. It may be digging its own hole. I like low. that they, I rumor is they canceled it, but they didn't refund anybody's money, and they're just calling it stupid tax. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're just, just going to see if anybody notices. Or the good taste tax. And that, that has to be the kind of collector, the, the rabid collector with deep pockets who just orders everything. So if something got canceled, they probably won't even notice. Like, mm. <laughs> I got Mike sick. I'm sorry about that. Told you not to be talking about that Nerf gun. Right? <laughs> you know what happened to him last time? Thank God for Chipotle, leftover Chipotle napkins. I think those are Taco Bell napkins, actually. Not mine. <laughs> all right. You be that way. First class all the way here. Let me pull it in. Next news item. Doot, doot. I know this is your favorite, too, Mark, uh, but the Diamond Select Profit Director Destro uh, Legends in Three Dimensions bust. That pre-order went up as well. That is a, a mere $175 uh, available now at DiamondSelectToys.com. I believe that pre-order just went up today. Uh, Brian, I saw your hand go up for just a second. Oh, uh, I was just brushing off $175. Well, that's pocket change. Shake out the couch. Um, well, now we can definitely say that the bobbleheads were not the worst G.I. Joe product we saw this episode. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it has the little wrist rockets on the, the base. That's classy. That is classy. That's true. Are they the, live? the original had that too. So even that That's... is just a repaint. Just a this is really 
yeah, I, again, our, our, our feelings on profit director Destro on this show, uh, are not, are not high. They are not, they're not good feelings. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, a little bit of a, uh, a checkered history there and, and not loved by, uh, Arthur Burkhart, the, the voice of Destro, not, not a fan. No, not at all. Uh, Chess Drew asked the important question, who is buying this? Well, we'll find out. And and because Arthur's complaint is that he believes the naming of the character and the the painting of the character is is racist in his opinion, normally even, even the sniff of a racist controversy about a product would kill it forever, right? Like, no, 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 because they don't need this. But now, because... Yeah, we need this. Now, we can't have the hooded Cobra Commander whose hood looks nothing like the other thing, you know, the other thing. But this, mm-hmm. this we got to have. In fact, we got to have a whole bunch of them. Let's get anything that's Destro. Let's make sure we repaint it as as this thing as well. It's right. just, right. it's such low-hanging repaint fruit that I think, I, I worry that we're going to see this forever. Right. Which is, it, which is a shame. And it, it truthfully, even... Even innocently speaking, like take take the connotations out of it. It's still just it's it's the joke that was funny the first time and gets progressively less funny every time it gets told. Yeah. And so I just don't understand why it has to be every time. Nobody is that big a fan of profit director Destro. No, nope. like I mean, you have to like be a certain uh uh, you have to be in the fandom to a certain degree to even know what that's a reference to. Um, you know, your casual fans not going to get it. Um, I thought it was a little bit cute when they did it as the classified figure. It's like, oh, it's a little little nod to the fans that uh, know what that is. But this is it's it's getting less cute. Um, this one's not cute. I see nothing cute there except that the the wrist rockets on the base that that's classy. Yeah, I, I actually, I don't like busts in general, right, as a collectible. But this one, for, structurally, this is a pretty good one. I love the separation of the helmet from the flesh of the chest, which is because so many times Destro just looks like, oh, they just started painting the helmet at a certain point. This feels like an actual helmet. I'm, I'm digging the construction of this, but we could never see this again, and it would be okay. Like, like Rob said, who's buying this? Just the people who buy everything. Because I guarantee you there's nobody who passed on the regular Destro bust who is now like, hot damn, now I can order one. No. Yeah, like I, I know a couple of guys who are really into Destro. Like that's a character that they collect and they pass on the profit director stuff. Yeah. Or they're, you know, they're collectors. Like I, I bought one of the classified ones because I want one of each classified figure. But I didn't like it. I wasn't happy about it. And I wouldn't I wouldn't have minded at all if they just didn't make it. That'd be yeah. fine. Just don't make it. I, I do worry. I mean, I'd like to see more and varied uh, licensed product out there. And I do worry that like if too much of this stuff gets out there in bombs, uh, that the, the, the license just won't be as attractive and we'll just see less stuff in general. But um yeah, it's I, I, I can't like if if it were given to me as, as a birthday gift, um, I I still don't think I would take it. I would that yeah that's this one's a 
that's that's a tough one. That's and 175 bucks too. I wouldn't even speculate about the the overall production numbers, right? If the original Destro Bust and this one, but if you had to, you gotta imagine they out they sold 15 or 20 to one of the original bust versus what this guy's gonna sell. So it's just, it's gotta be a, a tiny, tiny production run, which means not much cash, which means whatever slice of that gets sent to Hasbro as their licensing cut of this is not friggin' worth it. Just tell them no. Know the brand well enough to tell them no. Right. Hank Perry says the classified repaint was popular because there were just like five or six figures available in the line at the time. I would even disagree with that because it was an exclusive. It was priced a little higher. And, and the first thing I saw it happen was uh, that sucker was on sale all the time and then it was on mm -hmm. clearance. So I, I don't even know how popular that was. Hey, Biff hey. McHockey Donk's here. He's just dropping by real quick because he thinks he can escape us. He's still, go clean up your proton pack. Phil. Hey. We love Phil. He's just checking yeah. in in between rides on Space Mountain. That's it, right? He's in line waiting, so. No! Okay. That's, uh, Brian got the gag. Uh, next news item. Do, 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 do. A do. Hey, oh, it's what's this, this guy, guy doing? again? Hey, it's a male stripper. Telling us things that we already knew. Uh, yeah, earlier this week, uh, uh, an interview in Variety magazine made the rounds, uh, and it was with Channing Tatum, and he hated GI Joe so much. I'm reading, I'm reading the Variety headline verbatim. Channing Tatum hated GI Joe so much he tried to turn it down seven times, asked to be killed off in the sequel. I obviously didn't want to do it. Then why uh, do you do it? Right. Well, to quite quote the article, uh, Channing Tatum has already gone on record saying he hated starring in G.I. Joe's uh, or 2009's G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. So it's not too surprising to hear the actor's most recent releva relevation that he tried to avoid acting in the movie almost a dozen times. Partic participating in a lie detector test for Vanity Fair, uh, Tatum said he tried passing on The Rise of Cobra seven times, but was forced to star in the Paramount tentpole. Uh, they had an option on me, and I had to do the movie, Tatum said. So the second one, I obviously just didn't want to do that one either. Uh, Tatum confirmed he asked to be killed off in the first 10 minutes of the sequel, uh, 2013's G.I. Joe Retaliation, to avoid any further commitment to the franchise. Did he regret that decision? No, he said bluntly. Look, I'll be honest. I fucking hate that movie. I hate that movie, Tatum previously told Howard Stern about the first G.I. Joe film. I was pushed into doing it. From Coach Carter, they sign me to a three-picture deal. They give you the contract, and they go, three-picture deal, here you go. And as a young actor, you're like, oh, my God, that sounds amazing. I'm doing that. Time goes by, and you get other jobs, and you're building your quote, and you have a dream job you want to do, and the studio calls up, and they're like, hey, we got a movie for you. We're going to send it to you, and they send it to you, and it's G.I. Joe. Tatum continued, and I love G.I. Joe. Can I play Snake Eyes? And they're like, no, you're not playing Snake Eyes. You're playing G.I. Joe. The script wasn't any good, and I didn't want to do something that I was a fan of since I was a kid and watched every morning growing up, and didn't want to do something that was, one, bad, and two, I just didn't know if I wanted to be G.I. Joe. So, okay, there, like, there's, there's a root, there's a kernel of something understandable in there. Yeah. He, he's admitting that he's, he's a fan, at least casually or a lapsed fan and didn't want to do something that was bad, but 
My problem with it is, isn't even so much that he hated it. Because, it, I mean, let's face it, Rise of Cobra was not the most intelligent piece of work we've ever seen on film. Um, but my problem with it was, when that movie was out, when the, when the press junket was being done, he was already making fun of it. Like, he was already putting it down. You can't do that. Like, there, it's one thing if you're the star or something, but that's, those movies, that's, there's lots of people that work a regular living wage that need that movie to be successful, to earn bonuses and to, to get their next job. And, and they don't make millions of dollars each picture. So that was really, that's been my problem with Channing Tatum and the G.I. Joe franchise from the beginning is that he was, he was out there slagging it while it was active in theaters. And that's the sign of a pretty low class individual. Um, so yeah, so I I don't know why this had to come up again, but it was it caused a big kerfuffle in the GI Joe community. So I figured we we'd touch base on it here. I think it's disingenuous to say I was a big fan of the GI Joe cartoon, and I didn't want to play GI Joe. Right. Did you even read the script, brother? Because GI Joe isn't a person unless you're actually making it Joe Colton. Right. Which they I mean, weren't. So wait, look wait, again. That script may have it may have been an earlier script. We don't know. We don't yeah, know this. Whoever talked to him from Paramount may have just not understood. Like they, for all they know, the GI Joe was the guy. His name probably is Joe. It's, I don't know. It would. Be uh, I'm just shocked that somebody's still interviewing Channing Tatum. That's that's the surprise of the evening. Is it time for Magic Mike Four? I mean, he had that. He had that one Netflix movie with Sandra Bullock that was okay. I missed that one. Yeah. Anyways, but anyways, regardless, um, no, no giant loss here on our part, and that's why I put his little word bubble in Comic Sans. Uh, but this all <laughs> came up this week, so figured figured we needed to address it for at least a minute in the news. Nah. Well, we just did, so don't say nah. <laughs> nah. Let's not address it. In fact, let's not say anything about it. Next Maybe news item. Hey, it's a time for your weekly reminder. Uh, the Kickstarter for the Total Action Force, the Battle Years soft cover. Uh, it's coming. It's gonna. It, it, word is end of the month. So, um, head over to Kickstarter. Type in Total Action Force. This will come up in 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 the search for you. Uh, click that green button so that you are notified when this project gets off off the ground. If you missed the hardcover. Okay, we get it. We tried to warn you then too, but obviously you didn't listen to us. Uh, so at least do yourself a favor, get on the soft cover. This book is incredible, uh, full of great action shots put together with real effects by Brian Hickey. Uh, the words uh, by our good pal, Patty Lennon, also just majestic. They flow off the page. Uh, can't do better than this for a, a G.I. Joe themed coffee table book, uh, chock full of, of great information about G.I. Joe in the U.K. And if you have a soft cover, head to kygijoe.com. <laughs> Don't be doing that, Mark. Come on now. We're trying to it's sell a, real product here. It's a, it's a setup. Look at this. Jeff Butler gets it. He knows. Look, everybody really knows. But anyways, uh, so head over to Kickstarter. Total action force. Click the green button. Get on board. I'm tired of showing this book to people that don't have it, Racktime Rob. I'll just take yours. That's cool. I'll wish. See? Got nothing for that. And of course, no, it just that's just uh I'm I'll punch you. And I don't want to say that on the on the show. What if he's just quiet? <laughs> so, anyways, it's just a, a reminder that uh 
Kokomo Toys is proud to bring you what's on Joe Mind and, and the news. And uh, Chunky Tank Kitty and his Meowler Tank. And so we're going to take a minute and hear a word from our wonderful, illustrious sponsors right now. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. Now back to what's on your mind. All right. So we have returned. It is time now where we are taking your questions. You want to get to the front of the line. Now remember, Super Chat is open tonight. Uh, all proceeds that we collect are going to the ASPCA. We are matching the first $50. So uh, start getting those uh, donations in in earnest. We've had a few of them. Uh, not not too, too much, mind you. So line them up. We're helping, we're helping the little kitties. We're helping the little puppies. They're all going to get their own Mueller tanks. Ooh. Right. We should That's all awesome. What was it? Dak the Nomad tonight uh, pointed out on Twitter to me. There is an entire account called. Uh, let me let me find it here. Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? This is gripping television. It is. Yeah, while we're waiting on that, let me just say how much I hated being on What's on Joe Mine. Uh, I was a big <laughs> fan of the show, you know, back when the, that skinny guy was on it, but uh, tried to get out of it. The contractual obligations, but man, we, that sucks. We never had skinny guys on this show. <laughs> giant, Whatever, Channing. You sit giant, down and you like it. <laughs> giant Military Cats is the name of the Twitter account. It is at Giant Cat 9. Uh, there was another. Uh, there was a, a different picture of a cat in a tank today. So I, I, uh, I was like, that. That's an instant follow. I have to be on board that one. We still have lower signed to an eight uh, appearance deal, right? Yeah, we think still so. got a couple in the pocket that you know we can spring anytime. So uh, Phil Donnelly adds that uh, what's on Joe Mind has really gone downhill since they let me on. Uh, I agree. We I agree. get that email a lot. Yeah, like usually the episodes Phil is on, we struggle to break 200 views. So it's, it's, uh, poor, poor Phil. <laughs> he's he's uh, not going to want to come on the show anymore. I know, right? Phil is, Phil is our guy. Like when we're, when we're hard up, when we get, we have a last minute cancellation that we got to fill in. Well, pardon the pun, but Phil is the guy we call. And so, yeah, it's, it's, we feel bad for Phil. Fill in, Phil. Uh, Joe fan 84. He, he understands. Uh, what's the point of being skinny when there's so much good food out there? Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Ed, the, Ed, the straight edge with a $20 donation. Ooh. Thank you, sir. Uh, stream of consciousness. Ask who would you guys cast as Duke? Ooh. Brian lower. You're our guest. Gosh, who would I cast as Duke? Um, who's a really good actor. Because it could be anybody. We're not thinking like realistic. It could be a dream actor, somebody really good, somebody um, who would, uh, somebody famous too, who would like put butts in the seats. Glenn right. Close. That's my. Ooh. I mean, she can do anything. 
Yeah. That's she's, not gonna, she's not going to be ignored. No. Look, hey, you put out a G.I. Joe movie starring Glenn Close as Duke, and that the, the headlines, you know, that people will, just out of curiosity, will go and see it. I hear, I hear she boils a mean rabbit out in the field. That's right. I, I mean, if I had to pick Diana Davis, uh, knocked it down right there. Uh, Chris yeah. would be the guy I'd put in well, there. Sure, you know, if you're going to go with a conventional pick, I suppose that. Yeah, I think that would be a that would be a good, right and proper Duke, especially especially now that he's a little older. Now that he is late thirty, because that that's where I put Duke in my head. Like Duke is the young guy doesn't necessarily work for me. I, 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 my my view of the character is colored by how how it was presented on the old action figure file card and, and by Hama in the comics. Yeah, so, it, it would attain a rank of master sergeant. You know? Right, right. Like that takes some time. So you know, Duke as the young go getter doesn't work so much as Duke the the grizzled vet who is still youthful kind of like Duke should be around forty. Right. I think that the the temptation is to make him a younger character, you know, somebody young, hip, and that'll appeal to the, the to the young cats out there. But but that's just not that's just not Duke. Right. That's what you got Flint for. In any franchise or prospective franchise, you want to cast young, right? So you can have them for a while. So it isn't Roger Moore's James Bond at the end, right? So right. But qu real quick, get your get your picks in because we we're backing up on Super oh, Chat. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh, good, good pick, good pick. Rack time, Rob. Good. Yeah, I think I'd have gone Evans too. Uh, that's a good pick. Or Pratt or Pine, you know, any of the Chris's. Uh, any of the many Chris's. Yeah, not. White Vegeta asks, how much would you pay for Special Mission Brazil set uh, envisioned in an Amazon five-pack? I'm going to assume you mean classified. Uh, so, uh, Brian, well, well, you're our guest again. Why don't we hit you first? Um, what what would you pay for a five-pack of classified Special Mission Brazil? $100 million. Um, I, it would be ex a five-pack. Um, th that would be really expensive, but um, could be worth it if it comes with the cassette tape. Um, so what, what would that be? Like 150 bucks or something like that for a for a special mission Brazil five pack? Uh, they'll put those out first, and then they'll issue the regular colors of all those characters. You know, somewhere down the line, that'll be the target exclusive. But they won't issue another Claymore. Right. That's yeah. But they'll just make him out of other parts anyway. Yeah, it's fine. But I, I would, I would, I'd shell out 120 for that. I mean, provided it came with some extra stuff that maybe the regular ones didn't have. I understand the figures are going to be mostly just repaints, but but if you give give them some some maybe some deluxe weapons or something or some some you know machine gun nest turret kind of things or you know something along those lines. I I I yeah, I could see 120. Used to be multi packs gave you a slight discount. Yeah, yeah, I know. But if if you're gonna have an original character, that's that's gonna knock that out. And then if you're gonna throw some extra stuff in as kind of a bait, then then yeah, I, I could yeah. see. I wouldn't go too far past that. Like I'm not shelling out a hundred and eighty dollars for it. I'm you know not going huge on it. Well, and, and think about it now. Some people who are complaining about the closed box, like a closed box five pack, wouldn't even be that big. Because no, you could really. pack them out inside, basically chest to back almost. Right. Wouldn't even be that big. And that's that's actually the closed box thing might be really good for vehicles. Because think about it. They don't even have to assemble them fully anymore. Right. 
So maybe Worked that back in the day. The door. Yeah. Uh, Rex and Robbers. Real quick, how much? Uh, I think the legends are going to like about a buck twenty-five. So you know, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, Sean Russell says donations tonight help Chonky Tank Kitty fill his ranks. Yes, they do. Uh, thank you everybody who's who has donated so far and hasn't donated yet. Uh, Doug Dello, uh, what is the over under until we get a GI Joe stream on Pulse? Uh, so I guess that's a give us a date on when the the first fan first GI Joe Friday will be. Uh, Mark Weber. Oh, I, I thought you meant team stream on Pulse, which I think is unlikely. Uh, <laughs> just given you know <laughs> uh, any number of factors. Yes, uh, yeah. any any number of factors. Yeah, I I don't know. Pass. How's that? <laughs> I think we're going to get one next month. Without Rob. without. without Getting too far into it and and not bemoaning any of the people involved, those are hard for me to watch. So, yeah, I, I, I and that's understandable coming from what your your experience. I understand. Yeah, but I I think we'll get one next month. I think the fact that this Crimson Guard image leaked and and there's been some detective work on it, I think that's going to scramble the jets, so to speak. So I, I would expect one somewhere in the next four or five weeks. You guys agree? I think that's about right. I mean, the uh, the pre-sales for the last wave they had up for pre-order, they're supposed to come due, I think, like, what, April 1st? So Yeah. Uh, Sean Russell says Gene Hackman for Cobra Commander. No, he's retired. That was... Now, if it's Dreamcasting, maybe. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, Danjamin905 uh, from Canada. From Canada. Uh, great show. I'm a Cats fan. It's been a tough few years. Oh, well. Or I'm cats. I don't know what that is. The musical, the animal. Yeah, it's got to be like it was. Uh, I think the movie if came out musical, last year, though. So yeah. if it's the musical, it has been a few a rough couple of years. Yeah, that's that. That's a tough one. That movie. Want... That movie didn't age well, and it just came out. Yeah. <laughs> I got CGI buttholes, you know. Oh. Yeah. And if you're into CGI, go to. No, 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 no. Uh, fine. I still hold I it. That's cool. But they're not kicking us off of YouTube for that. No, we don't want to we, we don't want to send people to to kygijoe.com for like again, they are trying to do a show. We don't want to we don't want to bag them too hard. Ed the straight edge has got a great point. I'm just saying. He's had a couple tonight, so not not just the Gary Oldman bit, but cool. oh, there we go. Uh, Gary Oldman has been on fan list since the late nineties. Catherine Bell is Lady J. Unfortunately, doesn't get on lists anymore. No, are you really anymore. has anybody seen Catherine Bell for a few years? But in her prime, Hallmark. Oh, <laughs> hey, cover your ears, Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth, cover your ears. Catherine Bell was hotter than a blowtorch in a microwave. Yeah, absolutely. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, that would have been perfect casting, frankly. That would have been. You too can help the ASPCA <laughs> get dogs off my shoulder. <laughs> Hello, Emma. This this is what you're donating for, right there. Yeah. That's it. Help the dogs. Emma, they the wonder pup. They keep us safe from the killer mailmen every day. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes the regular mailman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, just the and ones. 
And the cat who could protect us with his double Wolverine claws is just like, eh, mailman, woke me up. <laughs> Whatever, bub. Sleep. I mean, yeah. mailman might be on his side. So he Maybe. might be on the mailman's side. Maybe. So, again, remember, uh, donations going to ASPCA tonight on the Super Chat. Uh, it is open. We are uh, answering any question you might have related to G.I. Joe, or even if they're not too terribly intrusive uh, into other parts of our lives as well. Ladies, we are taking all questions on Rack Time Rob. Ladies. Right. HCC, off the market. Sorry, ladies. Had your chance. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> If you want, if you want, uh, if you want to ask for my Sergeant Slaughter story, I'll tell it again. You just gotta pay. Oh my God! I gotta get. I gotta let that one rest a while. We yeah, right. It sure. If somebody's paying for it, if somebody's making so a donation good. for the Sergeant Slaughter so, story, so yes. good. <laughs> yes, but we we've heard it several times. Yeah, gets better every time, like a fine wine. <laughs> like a oh, fine just, iodine. GoFan84 has no no uh, no super chat. We'll answer his question anyway to fill time. Um, uh, Brian, what we, we've probably talked about everybody else's. What who's your favorite character? Who's your favorite stalker? Character? Stalker, always stalker. Okay. Yeah. Um, ever since I read the the early comics, he just stood out. Plus, before I read the comics, when I first got that action figure back in '82. Uh, that camouflage was just the coolest thing ever. So, uh, yeah, uh, still a big fan of Stalker. It's funny that a character that iconic and that uh, ingrained in the brand could still be considered underrated. He is right. so many people's number one favorite guy. Uh, Larry obviously really loved the character and put a lot yeah. into it. So, right. um, yeah, it's... Uh, uh, there are a few characters more important to the line, but he's up there. I loved it in one of the first comics when they're in the, the pyramid or whatever. When the knives come, the big spiky javelins come out of the wall. And all Stalker says is, Dag, snag my beret. <laughs> like, just another day at work. For he's unflappable. Yeah. Right. Uh, Matt Rubin says, Marianne got the most eligible bachelor from the G.I. Joe fandom. <laughs> Which I say, I know, I don't even know her. No, look, <laughs> what's up? Wait, you're see Mike seeing Marianne too? Look here, buddy. I, I don't, I, I, I've never even <laughs> never met her. Me? Oh, never oh met her. okay. Or, uh, don't point never mind. I misunderstood. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Dangerman is back. Thank you, sir. Uh, what neon Joe do you actually like? Here's a question. Here, why don't we ask the guy who does the reviews? Oh, let me think about this. I, 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 do do the the rounds. I got to think about this no. because there's got to be one. I know there is one. I know we there is. It, one. We throw it to the review guy, and he gives us a pass. Yeah, well, oh, not, well I'm passing. I'm, I'm delaying. This is a delaying tactic. Rack time, um, Rob, you hate everything after 1988, and that's not just a GI Joe statement. That's a societal statement. <laughs> um, what what what's your call here? And I'm the one who will often defend 90s comics, but you know. Ugh. Uh, depending on depending on the comic i and for me i would have to say i mean sad to guess it's going to be from 86 it's going to be sci-fi <laughs> oh my god right mark if i mean if you can go retro does airtight count no no 
Oh, he's not neon enough? No, he's not no. neon at all. He's, not... he's primary, but he's not neon. Uh, I actually dug the sculpt of Ice Cream Soldier. And it wasn't the name that threw me. It was the fact that he couldn't hold any of his own friggin' weapons. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of pissed me off. But when they redid him as, I think, a shock trooper or something later as a bad guy. Shock Viper, I think. Was yeah, it? I was all over that. I got a bunch of them. So, yeah, I'll go with Ice Cream Soldier. Cool looking thing. There were any number of of really good sculpts in later in the line that just were not uh, were not done any favors by the colors that were selected for them. Um, uh, Phil Donnelly throws out that Mail Order Hawk is pretty pretty neon and pretty awesome. That's a pretty good one. Uh, I I I'm kind of in the same same page of the the great sculpt bad colors book. The '94 Viper is a winner. Uh, if you're just looking for a, a great bad guy looking dude, um, but he's purple and orange, so it's kind of a half like. <laughs> All right, Brian. All right, I got it. I got it. Um, Mega Marines Gung Ho. It's it's quite yeah. bright. Oh yeah, uh, but but a really good sculpt. Um, very much that like uh, colonial marines, uh, futuristic uh, army armor stuff. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, without the the Play-Doh armor, you know, right. leave that off. The base figure, uh, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I I thought that one was all right. I almost went with clean sweep um, because that figure amuses me. Um, but uh, no, I'm 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 I feel good about that. Mega Marines, gung ho. There we that go. That vehicle from the. Mega Marines is actually not bad. Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's sweet. actually one of the better vehicles of the era. Uh, Jeff Butler's got a, a good one there. Ninety-two wetsuits, a good design. Yes, it is. Uh, I gotta up. give a shout out to Longarm because he looks like uh, Deep Six's little brother <laughs> with that ridiculous helmet and the bright orange. <laughs> that guy's rough. So again, we are uh, super chats are open, super thanks are open, what, whatever, all donations tonight, uh, everything that that uh, Google sends to us, uh, we are sending off to the ASPCA. So uh, please, if you if you ever had a moment where you had a couple of bucks laying around, thinking, hey, what am I? Uh, maybe I send this to what's on Joe Mind. We're, well, we're going to send it off to people that have far better things to do with that money. Uh, Joe fan 84 says, I liked some 90 stuff. I was born in 84. So 89 and up is what I got. Sorry. I liked eco warriors Flint back then. Uh, he was all right. Yeah. Okay. That battle core Flint was a little bit better. The, the one with the, the desert desert gear. Yeah. yeah. That was a better figure. Like desert paratrooper Flint. He yes. Can only parachute into deserts. Correct. Right. No, I won't go out there. There's trees. Too much water. Jeff, Jeff Butler taking advantage of the lack of donations. Uh, what are the odds of a classified figure of Red Star since he's from the Ukraine? Well, uh, I I wouldn't say that they're good because Lord knows uh, Hasbro uh, not big on engaging on even remotely political yeah. topics in, in regards to their toys. Um, yeah, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that they were high. Not a bad thought at all, though. Oh, yeah, like yeah, but I, most people, most people are going to look at that figure and go, "Oh, 
Russian, you know, because a more regard, even though, politically yeah, motivated company now. might do it with proceeds sent. Yeah. For Ukrainian relief, right? Yeah, that, right. it's not a terrible idea, but yeah, they they seem to have uh, shied away from even the mildest of political uh, um, positions or statements. So, I mean, let's face it, they didn't make any October Guard figures until yeah, you know, after the Soviet Union broke up. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a new sentiment. So, I, yeah. I mean, apologies to the folks there. Now we understand. Yeah, if they, yeah, I mean, right. I can, I, I can. Completely give them a pass on not wanting to do that. You know, so I mean, it's just... but you know, at the same time, what what are they like? That's going to make them hate us more. I always wondered if the October Guard was also part of a if licensing wise, it was difficult. Because remember those characters that were unique to the comic mm -hmm. that were big deals, like Quinn and yeah, I hate to say it, Billy and Doctor Venom. They didn't go anywhere near those guys. I've always wondered that too. They did the Baroness, and the Baroness did first appear in the comic book. But like, yeah, like you would ex you Maybe would expect you references to, to General Flag, but yeah, um, um, and Quinn was killed off, but the October Guard stuck around for quite a while, um, and we got characters, we got figures that were sort of like the comic book but characters but not exactly we never got a horror show you know um but I, but i would i have a hard time think believing that hasbro doesn't have uh 100 rights to those characters i would assume that they that that was uh in the the agreement with marvel at the time but uh, there's no denying that they seem to have uh, for a long time at least shied away from making those figures and they were put, I mean, and that comic was a juggernaut too, right? It was, a, right. even with some, but it was the biggest marketing thing they had. Yeah. And some of those characters were fantastic and they were churning out 20 new figs a year. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, it wasn't item count. That's for sure. Uh, Joe fan 84 wants us to know that his favorite was the Duke that had the spring loaded cannon that he sat on. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that so, wasn't exactly a neon figure, but no, he didn't have so, spaghetti sauce all over his uniform. Yeah, some some of those launchers were wild. Uh, I and especially like the one with Mace that attached to his helmet. <laughs> That's great. And if you're yeah, sitting right. on a if you're sitting on a spring loaded cannon, head over. Ed <laughs> uh, the straight edge with another twenty bucks. Good lord, man! Thank you. Uh, what's everyone's thoughts on this Joe's sixtieth anniversary next year? 12-inch characters in classified form, and which I that's a great idea. That would be uh, a good idea. I, I don't think they're going to do that, but I, I do not. think it's a, it's a fantastic yeah. idea. Um, Mark, you're you're the you're the former Hasbro guy. Why don't you, what what would you do if you were laying out a 60th anniversary uh, based on what's out there and what's available? I mean, it's it's more realistic to expect them to honor the 12 inch line in what they're currently making now. So 12 inch big as six inch big. Maybe that's when Joe Colton comes out. Uh, and I mean that as the bearded type, not the Hawaiian uh, escaped GI or what's on Joe mind host S. But uh, that I think that's more likely. I'd love the, I'd love to see him do just one 12 inch Joe. And, but that sounds simple. Like, yeah, they'll just do one. But they haven't done one in so long. Who knows what tooling is available? Right. You know, I don't I don't know they would put that much R&D into a one-off that might just be a Pulse exclusive. So yeah, it but... would definitely be cheaper and, you know, funnel more 
into what they're actually pushing right now to do G.I. Joe, Joe Colton as a classified big to honor the 60th anniversary. Never say never, though. That's an Aquaman. He's got a hook for a hand. Oh, he's got, he's got oven mitts for hands. <laughs> that's just good. I, I think that's a that's a good call, Mark. If you could do a, a, a Joe Colden, have it be a deluxe figure, you know, give him a couple different sets of hands, a couple of different, maybe even a couple different heads. Kung Fu grip. You know. Uh, <laughs> good, yeah. Good bunch Let's of weapons. Classified bullet man. Right. <laughs> Ooh, that's not a bad idea. Hey, I'm beginning to think maybe I can do this job. Not this job. <laughs> the other job. Because Lord knows we're still waiting for you to do this job. Right? It's, it's coming along slow. <laughs> as, I, as I bash the guy who gives us respectability. I know about that. We're going to get, uh, we'll get Joel in here because I don't think, uh, I don't think the, the computer accepts his evil Australian credit cards. Uh, speaking of politics, what did you think of Larry Hama parallel or real life conflicts in the comics? Um, I mean, you, I don't think I don't think you can disassociate uh, G.I. Joe from real life events in a realistic book. I guess one thing on the Sunbow cartoon, because uh, that's that's it's a cartoon. It's it's a little bit more science fictiony. It's a little bit more adventure. But if you're gonna if you're gonna ground G.I. Joe as as a real world style um, war book, albeit with you know more of a super villain element to it, but still, if you're going to ground it in something close to our reality, um, I don't think you can you can ever take it out. I think that you know, no matter what sort of good and evil you throw out there, there's going to be parallels with something going on in the real world, either either currently or in the past, right? Like, um, uh. Yeah, so I, I, you know, it, it, I don't think it ever bothered me. I don't think it, it, uh, it was ever particularly hard to connect the dots, even. Um, but uh, you know, Larry, Larry, I think he kept the, the lines, as far as who we were supposed to root for, as clear as he could. But uh, but you know, made sure to understand that that the people who were not rooting for did have their reasons. Right. Like Larry, Larry, he set such a high bar for military comics, and, and you know why? No big surprise. He is a soldier. Right? He did this. So, yeah, it does kind of parallel. The whole thing kind of parallels real life. I I always dug stuff that basically made me want to go read something else to find out more about it. It's stuff like that that kept it from just being a monthly advertisement for the toys, which it very well easily could have been. Yeah. Uh, with a lesser writer, that's and there. How many other toy comics were just that and lasted four issues? Um, so d those kind of the things are what elevated. Yeah, that, it it just it elevates it above you know just uh, a a toy catalog with with word balloons on it. Right. And then the, the question, of course, what comic doesn't parallel real life in one way or another? Well, I mean, good question there. Um, they, they've always been, the, the good ones have always reflected a bit of life back at us. So that's why, that's why they stuck. It's why they're considered good literature. Um, I mean, yeah. 
Let's see. I'm I'm behind on on the the chat bar, so bear with me just a moment. Uh, Viper Scout says he is still looking for Sierra Gordo on a map. <laughs> yeah, it's next Remember to Capital City, Rio Lindo. It's next to Barovia. <laughs> or wa walking cook land, as yeah. I recall. Uh, Jeff Butler says, I'm in junior high when I realized that there's no country called Barovia. Barovia. There you go. Well, I thought it took a vacation there. What do you guys think the classified trouble bubble will look like and how big will it be? Well, it'll look like the trouble bubble. And uh, how big will it be? I mean, big enough to hold a figure, I guess. Um, I'm thinking, I don't know. It might be, you know, in the neighborhood of uh, air chariot size. I don't think it'll be quite that big. Maybe a little I, smaller, but with, it might with have that the, height, you know. With the dome, I'm going to say softball size. Not a softball. Yeah. You got to fit it classified inside that dome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it'll be that tall. I don't know if it'll be that wide, but maybe not. I, I wouldn't be surprised if if it was a trouble bubble that got sleeked up with modern technology a little bit to keep the size down. It won't come with that uh, flying mine. I guarantee you that. <laughs> Boo! Come on now. Oh, I don't want it then. That thing was kind of worthless. I mean, it was absolutely worthless. But yeah. but it was still like the only time I ever you used... put it in the seat. Right. <laughs> it's a drone. Right. Ooh. So, how about them Knicks? Right. Oh, they're still bad. Tune in next decade. Mediocre. <laughs> they how about your, mediocre. How about your Giants? Hey, I, got, I saw a good picture today of the Cowboys kicker with Lucy moving the football. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike sent that to me a couple days ago. Love it. Oh, I was, show, love I was it. showing people at work because I was like, I'm not offending anyone with this. Everybody yeah. laughed. So Matt Rubin asked, would anyone like to see a classified version of Recoil? Sure. Sure. I love Recoil. Figure. And, and Mike and I disagree on this. Give him a real helmet, not the Devo hat. Nope. Devo hat. Can't have the Devo hat. Devo hat. Wait, EFO. An alternate helmet yeah. as the Devo hat. I mean, give it, let him sometimes wear the Devo hat. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't mind if you get both. But uh, but I love realistic military, other than his bright blue weaponry. <laughs> <laughs> what was up with that pistol that had another pistol? Yeah, under it's like going. the up and down thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that thing was called the peacemaker. Let that, me was, that was uh, that was somebody let their kid design a weapon. That's what yeah. that was. So much of him was like, I saw that guy and I was like, yeah, I love the, the realistic military. I'm like, how come he's got a bright blue, three foot tall double pistol to go he's, with his Devo hat? He's yeah. just such a, a great soldier that he thought it was only fair to give the enemy a little bit of a chance by spray painting his all of his weaponry, you know, bright well, the powder funny, blue. The funny thing was the other weapon he came with was an M16 with a yep. grenade launcher underneath. Yeah, like, it's very, you know, very, you know, current military. And then... Yeah, bright blue. Now, if you want to get that... Um, Romulan in, disruptor there. If you want to get that in a more realistic color, just pick yourself up one of those gold head steel brigades. Comes yeah. with one of those. So. Pop it out. Yeah. yeah. Easy, easy as pie. 
this this guy says hi all. Well, hi OG Hedda, aka Digital Diarrhea. Well, hi. That's a complicated name. A little petrified there, but okay. Welcome right? to the show. <laughs> right. A lot of names you can pick from. Right. Any number. But uh, Joe Fan eighty four says Collectors Club recoil looks all right. See, I disagree because it doesn't have the Devo hat. That actually came out all right. Devo hat. I need that. One. I need that. gave the disruptor. <laughs> Anybody out there wants to trade for a what, a Billy? <laughs> I have a Billy. Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants a Billy. Wants it's as good a you. Gary did. It's as good a use of uh of of uh, lifeline for repaint as as you could come up with. Really, really. But uh, I want I want demented killer Cub Scout Billy. That's the Billy figure I want. <laughs> I, I want the uh, eye patch Cub Scout Billy. <laughs> the bouquet of roses with the three fifty seven in it. Right. <laughs> I don't want I don't want cyborg ninja Billy. That just seems like a cop out. Robot leg backflip Billy. Cobra 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 Scout Billy. Uh, McDowell says, I'm here and I'm late. Uh, we will start over for you. Yeah, right. just take it from the top. Welcome to the show. <laughs> hey. hey. That, is, that is not happening. What? <laughs> Uh, Phil Donnelly, uh, classified mangler, complete with bullet holes. That is funny. That is morbid, but that is funny. He can come in a two pack with Cool Breeze. That's it. Right. <laughs> this cool Breeze yeah. and his weird robot hand. Uh, what do you guys think of Eagle Force making figures that can work as GI Joe stand-ins? Example: scarred snake eyes and dress uniform. Eh. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. right. I, I I am all about the the third party folks making stuff to to stand in for the things that Hasbro doesn't think they can pull enough numbers on. You know, yeah. if that's if the fans will find them. And I haven't dove deep on Eagle Force, but a couple of their dress uniform things are pretty slick. So right. I'm, uh, they, they got me on a couple of them. Right, and and uh, any there's they've dropped more than more than a few subtle. Red Shadow stand-ins there too for mm-hmm. for figures in that scale, so that's that's not a bad thing. Speaking speaking of total sidebar, I wasn't going to buy the uh, uh, Super Seven Mutt reaction figure until I look a bet took a better look at Junkyard the dog. The dog's great, so I bought a twenty dollar figure for the dog edition. <laughs> who will I don't know if he'll replace, but he'll definitely uh, get some consideration to. Spoken like a true lazy bastard customizer. That's it. I'm upgrading just like that. Only costs 20 bucks. I mean, 84 junkyard will probably run you 20 bucks at this point. So why not? And no, and then no, you get the same dog. No right. offense, but 84 junkyard's pretty weak. Yeah, he's 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 not not a highlight. He's it, not as bad as that gray pig that came with snake eyes, but <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a boar. I don't know about yeah. Could be. Could be. Yeah. He's a javelina. Ed, the straight edge is back again. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your generosity tonight. 
Uh, what the hell was that? That was me restarting the show for McDowan. Yeah. <laughs> said he was late. We said we'd restart for him. Hey, he, was, prob- was he our- probably missed our new community calendar intro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it was our our little our little cut in for worker and parasite. I'm not going to play that again because he needs to just go back and catch the replay. That's yeah, that's right. I'm going to leave that out there. That's uh that's something that needs to needs to just exist in its moment there. I don't want to drown us out on that. Uh, sir Nightheart uh, with a donation. Thank you, sir. Uh, do you guys think that G.I. Joe would work in the three-inch scale like Star Wars Mission Fleet and Indiana Jones Worlds of Adventure as for toys for kids? Absolutely it would. Um, G.I. Joe figures are interesting enough visually that y- they don't really need guns, do they? Like, if that's the concern, you don't want to give guns to the kids with small children's toys. You don't have to have them, necessarily. But you know uh, what the uh, the plane on that Indiana Jones thing had a machine gun turret and stuff like that. Right, so right. But I mean, put on the vehicles, yeah. The, the cartoony action type stuff, fine. You know, whatever. But you know, it, yeah, sure. I think I think it would it would work great uh, in 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 that scale and in, in that iteration and in that uh, aesthetic. Yeah, no, it'd be fantastic. Yeah, if you know, give them goofy looking laser guns, who cares? You know, right. even better, make them two and a half inch said the Sigma-6 brand manager. (laughs) (laughs) The fans will eat it up. (laughs) Hey, I've been reading online on this new thing called the internet that uh, they don't like. Some Joe fans want them smaller. Uh, (laughs) Yes, they do. (laughs) It'll be all new tooling, but it'll be a big hit. Uh, my budget for chunky kitties that don't have tanks of their own was $50, but I didn't have a third question. Well, that, that, we appreciate it. Oh, there you go. All the no same. Worries. We doubled that 50. That's right. On on Ed's own, so thank you very much. That's right. We've doubled Ed's Ed's donations, and then everybody else's on top of that is 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 gravy. So we're well past $100 now. Um, but yeah, I think I think you could I think you could play the hits, so to speak, in the three inch scale. You could. Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow and Cobra Commander and Duke and you know uh, Scarlet Baroness that you know that those characters would all play in that scale. Um, I think I think they'd come off very well. Um, I'd like to since we restarted the show for him. I'd like to point out McGowan's uh, latest post because it might be the best post of all time. <laughs> I try my best to run a full replay twice a week of your guys anal- for your guys' analytics. Yes. Yes, he knows that's how to play. That's a true fan. That's our guy. That that's guy is doing true. it right. That's uh, that's better than I do some weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I sit there and and uh, you know, on my own personal YouTube account, I'm not saying that I just pull up our playlist and pick a spot and start it and just let it run all night. He's there with a legal pad. He sends us notes once a week. Yeah. <laughs> Tighten up, damn it. <laughs> More blather. Mister <laughs> Nightheart agrees for what it's worth. I think that scale of price point is perfect for kids. I don't see kids buying twenty five dollars action figures. Yeah, it's not well, about buying them. It's about about a, what a, adults are willing to spend on kids' toys, right? Like if you're if you're giving a a, a toy meant for a kid that's six seven years old, you're just going to assume either it's going to break or they're going to lose parts. And you, like adults don't want to spend that money. On, on a kid's toy that's going to a kid, right? 
So Any, absolutely, it would work. Anything that's fo- that that is meant to be kid focused, the, the first question outside of the toy is, what's the digital component? Has to have, it. has to have it, and that can just be a good app or a web comic or whatever. But right. what's what's the entertainment? What's the digital yeah. portion? Or perhaps has to have it. Perhaps a website that's updated more than once every twenty four months. Yeah. That has the spelling errors that I said to the people in charge of the brand at the time corrected. <laughs> not they were not real receptive. No, no, I don't imagine so. All new people now, though. But um, and uh, Firefly, this will be the last one we take from the crowd tonight. Do you guys think that Hasbro is just waiting for a sub licensee to make GI Joe for children instead? Well, they're not Marvel. No, I don't. I don't think so. I, yeah. I, I think they're. I think they're afraid a, a little bit of of the military aspect of GI Joe. I think they they're. I think they're inserting politics that don't necessarily exist uh, in, into the line, and that's that's coloring their attempts to market it to children. That has always been a misconception up the food chain at Hasbro. Is that right. GI Joe is always about war? Sometimes it's about war. GI Joe and, and the line I the drum I beat while I was there is that GI Joe is not about war. GI Joe is about courage. Right. And they didn't get very far. Right. I mean, you you can take all of the all of the like all of the good reasons that people become soldiers. Uh, you you just that that. They all play into G.I. Joe. These are the best of the best. These are, you know, the the absolute sterling examples of, of young men and women serving their country. And, and they, you know, yes, the military has its warts. OK, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that they need to be whitewashed. I'm just saying that, you don't necessarily need to focus on that on a kid focus line. Bobby Valla and I co-pitched a six inch G.I. Joe line to launch with the third movie and survive beyond it. And the second we said survive beyond it, the biggest muckety-muck in the room started shaking her head no. Didn't even let us finish our sentence. And the irony that she's gone and the reverse actually happened. The six-inch line launched without a movie and survived the bad movie. I hope that's not lost on anybody. Yeah, uh, Diana says, I, I remember... Question came up at a Joe Con a long, long time ago, and Daryl said they just didn't think it was a good fit. And I'm sure Daryl was referring to his bosses, and his bosses were wrong then. But all right, moving forward, uh, let's go ahead and roll into what we got in. Woo-hoo. Uh, Brian, you're our guest. What'd you get in? I got uh, I got stuff in. I got stuff in. I got uh, a girlfriend, man. From from a viewer, from a fan, I got. Um, well, let me get classified. You, let me get big window here. Hang on. I'm a, there I'm a, there oh, there we are. Um, classified as Stuart Outback Selkirk, uh, um, Tiger Force. Now, I, I often ponder like what this Tiger Force, uh, these Tiger Force col- colors are camouflaged for. Um, but it just it just hit me. He is camouflaged. Um, he's wearing the perfect camouflage for uh, Cincinnati Bengals game. That's right. That's it. That's it. That's that's the that's the environment that he can fight in. Um, They're camouflaged and, for uh, picking off leafers in uh, New England in the autumn. 
somebody somebody pointed out this week if they to put that tiger logo lower you could have actually used the brutal chest cut to open oh, the like, jaw nice <laughs> make it functional uh, absolutely because so, it's not to, it's not totally accurate to the original anyway no yeah. it's not so, which customize the best <laughs> customizers get on it um, and, and I found the the, uh, the crimson twins here. I can not have the glare on them, but yes, I found I found Tomax and Zaymot, um, both of them. So uh, excellent, yeah. Um, and I, I did get some vintage stuff in, but both of them are for upcoming reviews. So and I don't want to spoil it, so I can't really say. But that's that's the non-vintage stuff that I got. You be that way, then, Mister. <laughs> yeah. I, I did polls like I was like I, I I want to like do some early promotion for what's coming up and I put a poll multiple polls up and people said no we want to be surprised no spoilers so I agree I agree I'm, I'm with that I did not take part in the polls but I, I agree with their 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 findings yeah so no spoilers fair enough fair enough you can't just put like a fake mustache on it and say, this is Mr. Scrub. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> New character on the show, Mr. Scrub. <laughs> Everything comes back to the Simpsons eventually. <laughs> Dr. Bandminder. <laughs> Dr. Bandminder. I'm going to, you know, realize I'm probably going to say that every time from now on. Okay. Rack time, Rob. What'd you get in? All righty. Uh, I don't remember if I did these last week or not, but... Whatever. Look. Ooh, Python Patrol. You're getting up. Which I said I was never going to buy, and yet, yeah, there they go, because I'm weak and sad. Uh, jerk. <laughs> Not and just sad to reemphasize my, my weak and sadness. Vroom, vroom. There you go. And vroom, then, vroom. Uh, because somebody knows, somebody out there knows exactly what buttons they need to push for me. I got uh, Migos. Aquaman. Aquaman with his oven mitts. Was uh -huh. that two or just one? Just one. Okay, you don't need two. And Shazam! And... Don't call him Captain Marvel, kids. Don't do it. Yeah, call him Captain Marvel. It's all right. Never. Um, and then the one they never got around... One of the ones they never got around to making the first time around for Migo. That's oh, nice. Nice. He comes with his lantern. It's behind the sticker. He does not have oven mitts. No, no. no. I, I have a question though. Um, when Shazam is surprised, does he say Gomer Pile? Yes. <laughs> or a Green or, Lantern's you know, a redhead. What's going huh? on? I thought Green Lantern was a redhead. Yeah. Pal That's Jordan? It. No, he's brown. No, he's it's brown uh, Charlie Vickers. No, the real <laughs> the real Green Lantern, baby. Guy Gardner. That's what I'm talking. Charlie Vickers is the real. Oh one. yeah, the one that got the one that got one punched by Batman. Yeah, come on. What else you got, Racktime Rob? Uh, that's it. All right, Mark Weber. So the the big deal here, I'm moving my Joes to offsite storage because we're trying to clean out our basement. Mm -hmm. My house has no uh uh what's the word? Oh yeah, garage. So everything's stored in the basement. It's a friggin' pit. Get out of here with that. <laughs> that's right. That's racist. Get that out. <laughs> so, uh, so 
I'm uh, I'm moving to Joe's, and there's a lot more than I remembered because I've been adding to it small, right? I haven't, I'm an opener. I haven't opened anything in probably 20 years just because yeah. it's easier to move in box. So they've just been literally piling up. But one of the only uh, original Joe's that I had that I kept the box of was the Terror Drone because it stores great in the original box. It's kind of hard to store it without. So my original Terradrome has been, you know, borderline disassembled in a box for, for 35, 40 years. So I cracked it open this week, still in good shape, but it rattled more than expected. So what I got in is a little more of what I got back. So let me, uh, let me hold this up. You can identify them as you see them. All of this rattled out of my Terradrome. <laughs> nice. So nice. What, do, yep. what do we see there, boys? We got a, uh, I, a, I see an MMS Patriot missile, uh, Tomax or Zamot gun. I see about seventy-five dollars on eBay. Right, yeah. there's two, two gold missiles from Destro's anti-gravity pod. Yep, and uh, the backpack to the Manta. The yeah, backpack, baby. And my favorite bit, if you look, if I can zoom in real close here on the uh, on uh, Tomax and Zamot's gun, you can still see some fun tack on the back end of it because it always nested so poorly in their hands yeah so i had a little fun tack action when i was a kid to make them point their damn guns straight so i know that's mine so anyway uh happy that i found that stuff happy to get the pterodrome out i have had a plan for making a super pterodrome for about 10 years and i had all the spare parts laying out but then i started moving stuff and now i got out and actually assembled the pterodrome and I don't know where I put the spare parts. So, <laughs> 10 years, come back. I'm, uh, and I, when I do get the storage locker packed, and it is packed, I'll, I'll take an after photo to show. It's pretty impressive. It's, it's not that big a storage thing, but it's very tall. So I got to stack my stuff way, way up high. But, uh, but almost, almost all the Joes are out of the basement. Now, next is Transformers, got a lot of them, and uh, McFarland Sports Picks. Imagine that. I got a lot of that. All right. Well, I, I suppose it's my turn. Yeah. And uh, we, we, got, uh, we got a little bit of story time uh, coming with, with what we got in this week. Starting with... That's uh, number 58 uh, from uh, for the collection for Beach Party 86. He is complete. He's got a little, he's got a, a crack on his right elbow, and that's really the only thing wrong with him. Is otherwise, his paint's great and his, his joints are great. Um, also, well, well, I got, went and got myself another, another Toxo Viper because I, I do like these guys a little bit too much. It's another neon win. That we didn't mention. Yeah, he's a little early for that era. He's an 88, so I don't really consider him in that. And he's more purple. I don't know how neon that is. That duck uh, helmet. And another another pickup here is a is a is a crimson guard that was on the cheap. I got to get get get, a, get O ring in him, and and then lastly, regular viper. So Beachhead's a little outnumbered this time around. The viper's got a good looking mask. Yeah. 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 Again, I I. I I have a I have a strict line that I stick to. Like I budget 
seriously, I, I don't splurge on these. I, I am very, a very dedicated uh, eBay buyer in regards to, to my the lines I won't cross. But uh, so anyways, um, the, the Beachhead and the, the Toxo Viper uh, came from longtime uh, Joe Pal and a longtime friend of the show, Kevin Watts. Uh, first time I'd heard from Kevin in a while. So uh, I know he, he had stepped away from all of this stuff. Uh, for for a bit because things didn't go so hot for him for a little bit and that's what we all have to do sometimes uh, so I didn't I you know I didn't I didn't hit him up in advance I saw that he was the one selling them I recognized his eBay ID but I figured you know I'll we'll just we'll just uh, if Kevin wants to 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 chat then then we'll leave that up to to him because he he'll he'll recognize my name certainly there are not a ton of Irizarys out there and so with with it, he, he absolutely did recognize who he was selling to. And in, in great Kevin Watts fashion. Um, now, mind you, we have a, we, we have a, a you know, we, we, we talk a lot about noted author James Cavanaugh and, and his reputation. Well, Kevin, um, like a lot of, a lot of what we talk about with James is, is kind of a joke, right? Like we, we, we talk James up more than what it actually is uh, with Kevin. <laughs> With Kevin, sometimes it's the real deal. <laughs> and so included in the box is is this, um, I can only guess, extremely filthy deck of adult playing cards. Hi, uh, <laughs> Mike, label on there. I have not looked under that label. Big smiley face. I am afraid to look under that label. <laughs> uh, because it is very possible that, I mean, you know, like like pornography, I'm, I'm well into my 40s at this point. You're not going to. I'm not going to be offended by pornography, but at the same time, when it comes from Kevin, it may be to the degree that I might see it when I close my eyes. And I don't need to do that. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I, I am deathly afraid of the bonus that Kevin threw in that package. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm glad the years have not changed you one bit, Kevin Watts. We love you, brother. Uh, <laughs> and if you have a bonus to throw in a packet, right. head over to KY. Uh, right. You see, now that to, way might be appropriate for you. the fine selection at KYGIJoe.com. <laughs> you could probably buy those cards. At, uh, right. So I am absolutely absolutely terrified of what is in that bag i haven't even taken it out of the bag it's just one of those i don't know i like it's it's gonna get me on a list or something isn't it <laughs> might, have, might have to wash my eyeballs because kevin kevin's reputation is earned God love him. He, it is earned oh i think you won this segment mike <laughs> I, don't, I don't see how i possibly could have lost it <laughs> Oh my God! At uh, God Ravage says, "Hey guys, hey guys, hey God Ravage." But uh, that's that's what we got in. That's it's terrifying, and it will probably leave nightmares. But we'll we'll worry about that. We'll worry about that another I, day. I don't know if I want that in the house, <laughs> <sighs> but I'm afraid to throw it out. Some of my right, 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> Again, it's 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 good that it's good that Kevin is still Kevin. I, yes. I love Kevin. I miss Kevin. That's the encouraging part of all that. Yes, it, it is. It is it is it is wonderful to know that our 
our man is still out there doing the thing. Doing God's work. Well, well, maybe God's work. What God? What God? We talking about? Actually, all right. Yeah, we're, running a, we're running out of time in a big way. Uh, quick, uh, shout it out. Put a Cobra Commander seven eight eight. Shout out! I, uh, shout out to Marianne. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, this shout out to uh, the Watson Joe Mind crew, uh, and a special thanks. Uh, to McNallan, Diana Davis, Matt Rubin, God Ravage, Philip Donnelly, and Jeff Butler. Thank you all very much, especially those guys. Why those guys? They're, they they're just happen the to be on the on the screen right now. Yeah. All right. So we'll... <laughs> you dog, you. <laughs> right time, Rob. Shout it out. Hey, shout out to the studio audience. Thanks for coming in tonight. Shout out to Brian. Thanks for filling in. That's right. Shout out to Joe. Say hi to Rick and TC. Gold brick. Mark Weber, shout it out. Uh, well, since we were raising money for the ASPCA, let's give a shout out to uh, Emma the dog and Colin the cat. Uh, our spokes pets. Our spokes, yeah. our spokes beasts. Yeah, and 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 you know, going into the way back, we've seen the Tucker the cat who puts both of them to shame, but that's all right. Tucker was fantastic, so. Uh, to all to all you uh, out there with fur babies and all you out there who should have some, uh, and if you want a fur baby, head to no. Uh, kudos to Emma. Kudos to uh, Colin, and uh, support your local pet shelter. That's right. Uh, and uh, if you again, if you missed the 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 ask me anything, if you missed the 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 uh, the super chat, uh, there's still you got a, a couple of minutes to get it in there before it all shuts down. Otherwise, you can always head over to ASPCA.com, make your donation directly there. Uh, we'll, we'll get it up as far as what we will, what what everything tabulated and, and what we'll be sending over. Because, uh, again, YouTube got to take their chunk. Uh, so whatever it is after that, we're adding 50 bucks to it and it's going. So, um, but uh, again, thanks to our video, our, our, our live audience. If you're catching us on recording, we appreciate you too. Uh, remember, if you're catching us on Facebook tonight, give us a thumbs up, give us a heart, give us a little huggy guy. If you're catching us on YouTube, give the video a thumbs up, share this in your social media circles, uh, put us on your Reddit page, whatever. Um, uh, subscribe to the channel. My God, not nearly enough of you subscribing to the channel. 30% of you every week are not subscribed. Please subscribe to the channel. That's so dumb. This makes uh, sense. No, no, no. You subscribe. That way it lets you know every time we come on. Every time we've got a new video to post, it's most every Friday at nine, but sometimes we do bonus stuff. You never know. We might surprise Subscribe you. Or we start sending out cards from Kevin. Uh, That's <laughs> it. One at a time. Keep showing up at okay. your house. The worst. Ne 50 next 52 subscribers. Yeah. We're not, we're not putting it in, in the envelope either. We're going to tape it to the outside of the envelope. Yeah. But, uh, and, uh, also to our, our audio listeners over on, on Podbean and wherever you get your your podcasts, we got a good 300 subscribers coming to us that way, too. Uh, so if you have a minute, please get over to YouTube, get yourself counted, and then just go back to listening however you listen. Uh, we, we don't care so much how, just so long as you get counted and and, and we can count on you. So, um, yeah, that's it for tonight. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. As our friend Vagon likes to say, uh, stay safe, and if you can't, be careful. Uh, tune in next Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern for another episode of What's on Joe Mind.
Everybody have a great weekend. And yo, Joe. Yeah. <laughs>